Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked, and we are going to have some laughs. That's right, Star Wars is funny. It is the funniest moments in Star Wars today on this episode of Star Wars Ranked. And you know what? I've been in in and out of comedy for a long time. Did stand-up comedy for about 10 years. Was at the Groundlings. So comedy is subjective, but I, I feel I know comedy, but I, I feel I need support, which is why I brought in comedian, writer, and co-creator of Force Center, Joseph Scrimshaw. I am happy to be here and talk about comedy, comedy, comedy. I am obsessed with comedy. And you are, well, yeah, that's why you have the great show Obsessed. Yeah, and I it's, didn't even remember that. It wasn't even a plug <laughs> for my podcast. It's just true. I, I love thinking about how comedy right. works, why it works, when it works. Right. And uh, combining that with Star Wars is a delight. So we have uh, we have done Star Wars Ranked, the, the, the silliest moments in Star Wars. Yeah. Which is different. Yeah. Because we were trying to prove something that Star Wars can be fun and light. And it could have little weird moments, and it's not always the prequels. The original trilogies had a lot of little things that we're like, oh, that's kind of silly. Yeah. This is about comedy. This is about funny. And like I said, comedy is subjective, but I think our list that we're about to un- unfurl here has a lot of different styles of comedy. Absolutely, yeah. For me, the difference between, like, silly is that silly can just kind of be a background or sort of a mise-en-scene. It's just the uh, right. attitude going on. But for me, uh, these are – everything we picked out is almost always a joke. Like, yeah. you step up to the plate and you swing to get that laugh <laughs> live in the theater. And these are swings that I think hit. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to dive on in here, guys. You know how it works here on Star Wars Ranked. Uh, we, each gonna, we each have five. We have some honorable mentions we will uh, mention later on the program. But let's dive in. I want to start with our list here, Joseph, and I want to start with your number five. My number five in the proud tradition of comedy is breaking the rules. Comedy's all about breaking yeah. things, so I did a double. I did a double for my number five. Love I it. was going through this list. I know you made some discoveries when I was going through yeah. uh, my list, and this was a huge challenge to boil it down. Uh, a lot of the moments that I think always sing and work is comedy, make people laugh out loud, are Han lines yeah. or Han bits. So I wanted to combine uh, two of my favorite Han moments uh, from the beginning and from the mm. end of, of Han Solo on screen, <laughs> at least as portrayed by Harrison Ford. And I think one of the classics, I think people are going to click play on this and go, these mother better mention this one yes. is the classic. We're all fine here. How are you? Yes. Uh, Han's conversation over uh, the comlink there on the Death Star. Just classic. Just so well delivered. One of the best moments of personality in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just such a great example of uh, that mashup between the comedy coming from the contrast of how stiff, uptight, obsessed with order yeah. the Empire is. <laughs> And how that's not Han. Yeah. Han is an agent of chaos. Yes. And so to have that sort of colloquial, da-da-da-da-da, how are you? Yeah. Just classic, great, funny. 
you you have thoughts on that one? Uh, I I love it. It's a great choice. It's it should be on a lot of people's list if you're making this type of of, of ranking. Um, it is it is part of the the core of Harrison Ford because it's in A New Hope. It sets it up. Yeah. As this is what you expect from the character, and he does a lot of funny things because Harrison Ford himself is is pretty darn funny. He's, yeah. He's dry. He's wry. He's grumpy, but he he's pretty funny as well, and has a lot of fun. And so this this to me almost seems like one of those like not that Harrison improv that type of things, but just like it's got a feel of that. Got a feel of like this is what this character that I'm I'm playing and, and know this is what he's would do in this moment. Yeah, and it, it is absolutely memorable for a reason. Yeah, it's very organic, and I think this is going to come up again and again. It's yeah. liking comedy that comes from the character, and I think what sells that beat to me, it would be funny if he just said it. But what really sells it is the flinch immediately that he knows that was a dumb Dumb and pointless thing to say, that that was not going to cover what was going on at all by saying, how are you? How's your day? How are your feet? You you know, they stress from standing. You know, yeah, yeah, he knew. He knew that was a dumb thing to say. Comedy comes from characters most often. That's when it's the best. Yeah. Um, uh, Not that you can't have some broader stuff, but then to me, comedy is truly in the details. Yeah. It might be a word you say, but that flinch. Yeah. Is the scene to me it sells it, uh, and I wanted to pair that with uh, I think one of my very favorite laugh lines uh, that I truly laughed openly out uh, every time I saw The Force Awakens is that's not how the Force works. <laughs> yeah. It is such a great payoff going yep. from Han disbelieving the mysticness of the Force, yeah. being around it, having his life sort of defined by oh his wife has it, his brother in law has it, his son has it, and he's yeah. just this guy getting through the galaxy and like great 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 has to accept it's real it's the fate of his whole destiny looking down the barrel of this great tragedy of the star killer base possibly destroying everything and he's trying to face that down and then finn just like will use the force <laughs> so again it's coming from that character point because it's funny yeah. just for us as an audience because obviously non-force users can't just flip a switch and go yeah we'll use the force like yeah. it's a blaster you find hanging on a rack so we know that but han's just lack of patience of of course, you idiot. Yeah. The subtext is, you idiot. Yeah. That's not how it works. Just, just yeah. So it sings. The Force Awakens is a, is a very funny movie at times. It, it's, we, we've talked about how it's up there with Empire in terms of just snappy, funny yeah. moments there. So we're going to pull a lot from that. But but that, to me, is uh, Harrison coming to play. We always That's one of my favorite scenes. And there's a lot of little moments, him and Finn uh, with the, the all right, great big, big deal. Uh, here we go. And yeah. that, that, to me, is a fun moment. It should be on the list. Glad it's on the list. Yeah. So those I wanted to uh, pair those two, not only because they're Han, but one is the, the one where he's playing the comic fool with the yeah. how are you. This is a dopey thing. And the other one is he gets he's playing the, the straight man or the straight person. Where he's yeah. the one who's what gets, you know, sometimes the line is funnier when the, the dumb one says the dumb thing. Yeah. And then the smart one goes, you're dumb, is sometimes <laughs> funnier than the actual dumb thing that was said. Love and it's, it. a, it's a great flip that on is, that uh, archetype. Your number five, the words of Han. My number five. All right. Here we go. Probably a little controversial. Porgs and a lightsaber. That's yeah. right. I'm going to The Last Jedi. Here's the thing. The Last Jedi is inside incited a lot of different opinions. I get that. But I'll tell you what, in my time in conducting an informal survey, I would have thought, coming out of the, the first viewing of the, of the Last Jedi, I would have thought, oh, people aren't going to like the Porks. We're 
sensitive because of Jar Jar and Ewoks and other things, right? Yeah. Oh, they're too cute and everything. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of people who are like, I didn't like The Last Jedi. Well, the Porgs are fine. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons is they're just adorable and cute and have personality and that one that, you know, screams in the Falcon. Um, but I'm going to what I consider the first Porg funny moment. Yeah. The Forg moment. Um, <laughs> and that is the Porgs and the lightsaber because we, a lot of anticipation coming to this movie about the Porgs. Their marketing was everywhere. I'm looking at a plush uh, Porg or stuffed Porg on your couch right now, Just <laughs> Staring up to the right. Staring at us. So here we go. This moment with Luke tossing the lightsaber, which is not one of my favorite moments in the movie in terms of execution. We've talked about that before. And you're still, you're like, all right, what's going on? All right, here's these Porgs. And then you cut over that shot, and the two of them are playing with the lightsaber. One's putting his eye up to it. And I know we saw the concept art of maybe that lightsaber is <laughs> supposed to turn on. Um, and, and one of them's stepping on it while the other one's looking into it. Yeah, putting I'm their eye in it. Yep. telling you. Every audience that I've seen it in, especially the early showings, whether it was screenings or in front of the general public, it doesn't matter. Every time that moment comes up, it got genuine big laughs. And I think that's the leadoff hitter of the lineup, that when that happens and the porgs, yep, they're cute and they're fluffy and they do little silly things, but birds would look down and be like, what is this thing? What's yeah. going on? It's like a dog with a cable in its mouth. Get that out of your <laughs> mouth, Baxter. What are you doing? Um, so I, I really think that moment's funny, and, and it got big responses. And like a comic... You're a comic, comic, comic. You know when something causes that audience to pop, it's working. Yeah, yeah. And I think it works because a lot of times, you know, uh, you, if you want to hear me go on and on about comedy, I did the uh, episode of Star Wars Counseling about the comedy of Last Jedi. Right. But just super briefly, like, everything's contrast. So the bigger the contrast, mm. the more successful the laugh is. It's, you, know, you got to be more sharp and specific and sometimes right. literally more violent. And I think that's why that moment <laughs> pops because it's immediately exactly what you're saying. Like, are you concerned they're too cute? Well, let me contrast. Oh, yeah. they're cute. Oh, Target is full of pillows of them. What if we just lance one through the head with violence <laughs> suddenly? Like, it, I don't think it would have worked if they had actually killed them because it would have yeah. tipped into, like, the that's too disturbing to be funny. This yeah. is the art of comedy of the threat Get, of the yeah, possibility that. of being speared through the eye of a lightsaber <laughs> in direct contrast to their cuteness. Yeah. The tension of that was hilarious. And it, yeah, just created these fun, quizzical little beans that are yep. going to be with us forever. Always. That's my number five. Porgs and a lightsaber. It's like a good breakfast meal. Uh, <laughs> what is your number four? My number four is also probably, uh, well, that was your number five, but my four is probably the most controversial. So we're really getting the controversy Ooh, out of yeah. the way. And that is, of course, we are uh, prequelists. And this is going to my love of prequels. I legitimately think mm -hmm. the, uh, you don't want uh, to sell me death sticks. You want to go home and reconsider your life is hilarious it is a, a step up to the plate a swing and for yes. me a hit i understand it might yep. be a miss for some other people mm, uh, but no. it's again it comes from the character because obi-wan is a little judgmental sometimes <laughs> yes. he's a little shady yeah i think that's probably not strictly how you're supposed to use jedi <laughs> mind tricks that he's he's got his business oh. to do he's going there for a drink which he would like to have anyway we yep. believe about his character but he's going there specifically to try to get the attention of Zam Wessel and draw her into his trap. Yeah. He doesn't need the distraction. So here we have a guy who absurdly called it Lon Sleesbegano. Uh, <laughs> and then to have, him, you know, Obi-Wan need to get rid of him. It's like, you know, hey, you don't want some of the death sticks. But then to go that step maybe too far of you want to uh, rethink <laughs> your life is uh, hilarious to me that he would take it that far. And again, the, the moments, yeah. the uh, actor... 
uh, who yeah. played Elon Sleesbay Gano. It's got great timing. Yes. Where he does the normal repetition that we're familiar with, with the uh, mm. the death sticks line. And then, uh, again, with the whole, I want to reconsider my life. It's a great, uh, it's yeah. a great uh, building on what we know of the Jedi mind trick of like, Jedi mind trick is normally at this level. Yeah. And now we're going to go to way, <laughs> way up here from, hey, l- just, just let us pa- pass to... Yeah. Reconsider your entire life. The contrast of that is great, and he, the way he rolls up uh, the, yeah, the yeah. little magician way, rolls up the death sticks. Uh, there's so much going on there that I think is legitimately hilarious. Yeah, and it, 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 to me, it's George Lucas playing with his own creation. Yeah, you know, it's him going, you know, what if this would be, and what if this is possible? And you're right, I think it's really of the Obi Wan character. I don't think Anakin would have done that. I don't think no. uh, Quinlan Voss wouldn't have done that. Quinlan Voss probably would have taken the death stick, um, <laughs> it, but it's right up Obi Wan's wheelhouse. And you're right in terms of just the execution of comedy. That scene, uh, it is it is written to be intentionally funny. Yeah, but because it's still based. Based on the character, I think it works even more. But but there that is there's some great sketch comedy timing going on. Yeah, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing. The rolling up again, details, details, yep. details. That might not be as funny if he doesn't roll up that uh, desk stick and walk off type of attitude. Yeah. There. So I love it. Hey, it it works and it's and again reaction in in front of live crowds. You can't. You can't deny it. Over time, things you've seen things enough. You've seen them twenty times. Maybe it's not as funny, but you, you know, harken back to the first time you, you seen that in the theater. People loved Yoda fighting Dooku, whether they yep. want to admit it or not. And uh, this thing got laughs. It did. It did. So yeah, that is my number four. Imagining uh, not just that moment, but also imagining Obi Wan just walking through the lower levels. Of course, <laughs> on changing lives, changing with mind lives. Tricks. That's your number four. My number four. We're going to the Empire Strikes Back, which might be. Not just the darkest Star Wars film, but the funniest for a lot of different reasons. But I'm going to some slapstick humor. I like that every now and then. My number four is Yoda annoying and testing Luke, and therefore (laughs) R2-D2. I love everything about that scene. I love that moment. I was watching it again this morning on a clip, uh, in a clip form, just to kind of uh, brush up and just uh, everything about it. Mine, or I hope you not. And just the 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 uh, yeah, that was the, my fourteen year old voice uh, cracking there. Um, <laughs> and then the, uh, the 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 hammering of of R two with the with the cane. Yeah, uh, and done uh, in total Muppet fashion, really, just a clink 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 clink. Yeah, the it, little hand reaching, the, the slapping. Hand, yeah, uh, find it, grabbing it. Yeah, yeah, his uh, butt in the airs. He's scurrying about there. It's just the entire <laughs> sequence, and to know that it is a test from Yoda for sure. He's testing Luke there, testing his patience, an early test. But the entire entire sequence, it just gets you. Uh, it gets in, in a movie that again is. is Reputation is the dark second chapter of Star Wars. You got a puppet hitting a droid, and it <laughs> works. Yeah, I think it is hilarious. Is one of the reasons that I think uh, kids really loved Yoda because he yeah. seemed childlike, and I think it is a test for Luke. But I think there is a part of Yoda that is like very like has has a sense of whimsy and has a sense of fun, and yeah. we see that again a little bit in the prequels. Uh, one yeah. of my runners up is when he says how embarrassing about <laughs> Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan out. Yeah, yeah, for losing uh, Master Kenobi lost plenty of how embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> and we see a little bit of that whimsy again in Last Jedi. So yeah, I think yeah. that's really really great uh, contrast between the wise master in, in making, and the silly fool. Yeah, we'll talk. I got some other in our honorable mentions. We'll bring up Yoda again. I in making this list realized that Yoda might be actually even more more than Han Solo the funniest character in Star Wars. Man, I would love to watch that. Uh, yeah. The funniest person in the galaxy <laughs> reality TV show between Yoda and Han Solo. That's my number four. Yoda annoys Luke and R2. And let's not forget R2 comic moment of reaching back 
out for that lab. Yeah. That's funny, too. <laughs> uh, what is your number three? My number three, uh, I think there are a lot of funny moments in Last Jedi. I think it's a very funny uh, movie, so it's hard for me to pick. But I settled on the moment that is uh, Luke and Ray's uh, first moment of Jedi training. Oh, yeah. Because, again, so much coming from the characters that Luke doesn't want to teach her because he is impatient with her youth and her eagerness. And because of that's the crux, that she's ridiculously eager, he has been around the galaxy, and he doesn't want to deal with this (laughs) eagerness. It's tiring to him. So that's what makes it all function. And again, it is delivered, uh, performed so well for me. He says, reach out. And she shoots her hand out in this dumb, childish (laughs) Super yeah. literal way. It's it's really adorable. Yeah. yeah, and Hamill is an absolute master of comedy. You know, yeah. if you follow him on social media, you know he's a fan of the the old ones of comedy. Yeah, uh, you know Laurel and Hardy, the Marx Brothers, and you can see his mastery of those little moments of the little eye roll in the yeah. It's can you feel it? <laughs> that it's like, I feel it. I feel it. And like. You must be very powerful in the Force. It's the commitment to it that it's those several beats that all track through this journey of annoyance and then ends with, again, the big violence. Comedy's all about breaking, slapping, you know, (laughs) uh, going as, taking it as far as you can to get the big laugh. The fact that he ends it by the slap with the the hand, which is like literal vaudeville shtick of, you know, the dumb one is doing something dumb, so the straight person gives him a little whack to get him back in line, and that is like a rhythm of comedy that makes sense to yeah. humans. So I love that it's basically Ray and Luke, believably in their characters, doing a yeah. vaudeville bit and then immediately transitioning into, this was also instructive because yeah. this is exactly what I'm worried about. You're being eager, so, and she does her great little recovery line of like, oh, you meant like, he's like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then they immediately segue into... Yeah. This deep spiritual truth. We're so used to training and learning the ways of the Force being a certain way because we see it in Empire. We see it differently in uh, the prequels. And so here we're all geared up for it, right? Yeah. So, again, so much anticipation in this movie. And you're, in, you're watching it the first time, and they're up there, and she's getting her first lesson. And then so right away, if you've watched all the trailers, they're like, oh, this is the moment where she's going to oh, raise yeah, the little the rocks, rocks up. Gonna quiver. He's going to get yeah. frightened. Yeah, yeah, he's going to get now, now, Ray, Ray, re, re, you know. Resist. Resist, yeah. Ray. Resist, Ray. We seen that um so and then then to have it start with he's got this and, and you're noticing too you're like why has he got that why does he have a little read yeah that could have been a, a bad slapsticky moment it could have yeah but again you're talking about uh, hamill knowing what to do and i think uh, uh ray daisy ridley plays it so well she's ador- adorable in this moment one of the most adorable Ray moments going back to even some of the early Jakku stuff where you just kind of like this is a this is a real person this yeah. is a real uh, young woman in the galaxy and, and she's just like yeah yeah I want to learn I want to learn like you said but but uh, it is it is when he really leans into it yeah when he is he is like oh yeah that's a force that's a force <sighs> and he gets gets all excited right next to her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> idiot that's where the moment is you're it's so, so right funny. your breakdown of it is pitch perfect I love it I love it that is my number three. Number three for you. My number three, we're jumping to Rogue One, and it is K2SO telling Jen or so, or asking her, her, did you know that wasn't me, after she's <laughs> shot another Imperial droid. K2SO, Alan Tudyk, give him all the credit. He is, again, up there, I'd say, one of the funnier Star Wars characters, and again, it works. And again, 
it's out of character. It's or out of his character, out of the character of this droid. Yeah. So there's a lot of funny moments. Almost you're being rescued. Like that moment early on. Why does she get a gun and I don't get a gun? There's yeah. a lot of things. And I even love his, uh, you know, the chances of her using the gun against you are, it's high. It's, it's really high. high. Yeah. Very high. I mean, great stuff. But it is in that moment, in the heat of battle, Jin turns and we all think, boom! And that droid fall. And we all think it. You're yeah. not thinking you're not going comedy because this is this is a, this is again Rogue One. It's a war picture. Yeah. For him to come around the corner, and be, you know, and ask, "Did you know that wasn't me?" And her, uh, and already playing off with their their tension between yeah. them as characters, just her kind of not committing, like kind of like I don't know, kind of <laughs> thought it might have been. Yeah, I don't know. Great moment. Well played by Felicity Jones and for Alan Tudyk to pull it off uh, in performance capture and then later probably VOing it it is amazing to me. This is one of those uh, uh, pulling back the veil of ranked every once in a while. uh, It's a relief when somebody else picks one that you wanted to, (laughs) so it frees up your list. But this definitely would have uh, been on my list if Ken had not wisely chosen it. I love so many of K2SO's uh, lines. They're they're delivered some yeah. really really well by Alan Tudyk, and and some of them are for me like they're good solid jokes. Yeah, um, but sometimes they're just kind of really like not, the rest of the texture of Rogue One isn't funny. So then every once in a while K2SO is like, I got one. Yeah, and yeah. he makes a joke, and they're they're all successful. But for me, they're a little like mm, yeah, yeah, they're a little obvious, and I don't mean that as a criticism. It's just, yeah, just kind the, of the, the tone of them. Right, right. But this one is my favorite yeah. by so much because. All that character stuff because he's got that tone in his voice of almost actually being hurt. Yeah. He has been a, a jerk yes. and dismissive to Jen, doesn't think she is important, doesn't trust her. And then he's honestly yeah. a little hurt of like, <laughs> yes. did you know it wasn't me? So it, it exposes uh, this truth between of K2SO's character yeah. that there is... You know, yeah. not, we know that these droids are sentient. We know that yeah. they have feelings and opinions. We know that he he's been reprogrammed. And yeah. Maybe he has some feelings about that. But the fact that he's wounded, that this person <laughs> yeah. he was just a jerk to might have been mean yeah. back and murdered him. And yeah. how much he doesn't want to die. Especially because the callback is, you know, not too long ago, she's referring to him as, like, you know, target practice. Yeah. Yeah. For him to, yeah, to be like, what? <laughs> Do you hate me that much? Yeah. So that's my number three, K2SO and Jin Erso. It's a very good one. Uh, I went uh, for my uh, number two. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at, right? Yeah, number track? two. All right. Yeah. Oh, man, so much good stuff. Uh, I went to Back to the Last Jedi. There's a, a, obviously all over Star Wars, lots of great stuff. Uh, but this was one that I really liked because, again, it showed a surprising dynamic that works dramatically and is a good, solid laugh line in the theater. Mm-hmm. And that is after Kylo's huge barrage of uh, firing at Luke and, and screaming yeah. uh, and what is now going to be a, a popular meme. More. <laughs> People are going to post that anytime like, hey, I right. had some donuts. More. In um, Hux's great line of, do you think you got him? Yeah, yeah. Because it is this real uh, reversal yeah. of their relationship where Hux has been the screaming insane one. Like, first, it obviously just works because this great comedy contrast of yeah. insane amount of fire. Right. And then the very small, quiet, quiet. You think that all, you think those thousands and thousands of blasts <laughs> decimating the land, do you think you've got that you, one guy? Obviously, it just works as that, that mm-hmm. basic comedy contrast. But to have it come from Hux, yeah. that could have been, a, been a sarcastic, foolish Imperial next to him. Yeah. But having it come from Hux is this moment of, him using comedy also as a 
is a tactic because yep. he's seen that Kylo's going off the deep end. Yeah. Much like he screaming, spitting <laughs> hucks normally does, sees it from the outside and knows it's a weakness to maybe exploit a little bit in that moment. It's like it makes he, it really extra powerful and funny. Yeah, it's like it's like almost uh, Hux learned from Poe Dameron. Yes, know? yes. Oh, he, call oh, me that's General his, Hugs. Okay, <laughs> that's his journey. He's yeah. learned jokes in the Last Jedi. <laughs> the power of comedy has yeah. come to Hux, and it is one of the uh, first times uh, post new uh, new First Order order that yeah. that Hux stands up to Kylo in a weird way because he sees the window, he sees the opportunity. Uh, now it doesn't work out for him a little bit later no, on. Seconds later. Seconds yeah. later. Um, and I love that's another funny moment, an honorable mention of right away, sir. Yeah. Um, good, but yeah. I, I, I like it when it comes from character, and it moves the story forward as well. There's depth to this joke other than just being a funny moment. Yeah, and and points out how insane. Like, if anybody in the audience is tempted to think that this (laughs) is a purely, ooh, cool, deep, dark moment, to have an undercut of, to just point out, like, what he just did is insane. Yeah. Yeah, Insane in the Ren brain. (laughs) All right, that's your number two. That's my number two. My number two is Han and Leia on Hoth. The entire sequence, if I had to choose just a line, I'd just as soon kiss a Wookiee. I could arrange that. He could use a good kiss. Uh, the reason I chose this is I really believe Empire, again, is one of the... F- I, I, might, I might consider it, oddly enough, the funniest Star Wars yeah. movie because the humor comes so much from Kirshner and the, and the cast just finding these moments with these characters. And we talk about... You and I have, and Jennifer have talked about Star Wars needing uh, the big sweeping romances and all that kind of stuff. Well, we, a lot of that comes from Empire. Yeah. And it comes from Harrison and Carrie. Han and Leia having this banter the entire time. Yeah. We all love good banter between uh, uh, lovers or future lovers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this is it at its core. And then this sequence in the hallway, uh, the come on, come on, you don't want to leave this <laughs> the way I feel about you. The entire sequence, it has just played out so well. Uh, I'm not in an acting class, but I wouldn't mind doing the scene in an acting oh, class. Yeah. You know, there's a lot there, and it's and it's old style. It, it is the it is 1940s. Yeah, it's pitter patter. Pitter patter. Nora. Yeah. yeah, from the Thin Man movies. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And and so that's what also makes it so timeless in this galaxy far, far away. And yeah. I, I I think a lot of times it's almost so good Empire just in general that. We, we do hold uh, the other movies, as we should, to those high standards. So there's a lot of times where maybe some of the, the, you know, some of the banter going on, like you mentioned with, with K2S and Rogue One, I think Force Awakens is very, very funny. But there's some moments um, where it works and some where it doesn't, where it's, it seems like it's trying for this but fails. And then prequels, as much as you and I love the prequels, you know, Padme and, and, and Anakin, they don't have this type of... Of, of of banter, so no. it, it it you feel the loss, yeah. And to me, it all goes back to this moment in the caves on Hoth or in the hallways of Hoth. Yeah, I think that's a great one. That's a great one. Um, so that is uh, my number two. So let's uh, let's do some honorable mentions. You want to do honorable? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do, And then we'll get to the big reveals in the number one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and toss a few out there because you've got a great list of honorable mentions. So going along with exactly what you were talking about, one of my funny, uh, my favorite laugh lines from Empire Strikes Back and the Han and Leia dynamic is mm-hmm. when Leia asks, "Would it help if I got out and pushed?" Yes. When the Falcon can't take off. Which I, I I think that one is hilarious, and you know Carrie Fisher is obviously uh, is mm-hmm. a machine of comedy. She was very, incredibly good at it, and I think that's one of her best uh, moments. It might, <laughs> yeah, it might, uh, yeah. And they always have answers for each other. Yeah, yeah. There's always a second joke, uh, and also I wanted to highlight that one because I think that's one that would ping for people yeah. in a, in a new movie. 
Yeah, like is that too much? Like pushing a car out of a snow? Oh it's, yeah, it's such a real world kind of yes. reference. Yes, but it still works. That's you know? true. I didn't think about it in those terms. Yeah, but it helped. I got out and pushed. That, that one's always stuck with me. I love that. Um, I love the poor lightsaber moment. But th- there's something I love about the poor party. Mm. Uh, where we just get the quick shot of them doing a million weird things yes. in the cockpit. Yes. My favorite is the one who's wearing the thing on his head, but you got <laughs> another one. Like, uh, you know, the digital's finally come out, so I'll pause and examine yeah. all of the comedy all going the, on in Pork yeah. Party, like, but I like that it's an explosion. Pork Party's great. Yeah, one chew in the chair. Yep, yeah. they're all just going to town. Uh, Han's tapping of 3PO in Empire after the uh, 3PO tells the Ewok story, and he wants him... He, he oh, won't and let, Je- Jedi, you say? Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, Jedi, I, meant, yeah, yeah. I meant Return of the Jedi, yeah. yeah. Uh, of wanting him to get, yeah. you know, the equipment, uh, find out where the bunker is, hurry up, I don't got all yeah. day. It's just great. I got, I got to tell you, as, as a child, and I don't mean to say that the, the scene doesn't hold up, but as a child, that was perhaps my favorite scene in Star Wars for a long time. <laughs> Han being a jerk to 3 people. Well, because as a child, I'm like, doesn't doesn't Han know that he's trying to tell him? Yeah. <laughs> just like as yeah. a seven-year-old kid, I'm like, I don't get it. Han, 3 is trying to tell him, and Han just keeps stopping him. So impatient. Uh <laughs> I wanted to get uh, uh, some other uh, uh, kind of media in there. Uh, So I just wanted to throw out for Star Wars Rebels. The entire episode sequence where Chopper wants an arm. Yes. That is great. A little bit dark comedy in line with K2SO's. Yeah. You know, did you know that wasn't me? Where Chop, we see that the droid has vanity. Yeah. We see that Chopper is willing to go far to get his correct leg back. It's such a human thing. And I think one of the episodes where his violence fully blossoms and we have that oh, yeah. contrast between like he's a cute little disney farp oh he will kill <laughs> he will murder okay. you so up in here. shout out to chopper uh that's yeah. that, that's a few of my uh runner-ups yeah great great so yeah was, i saw i saw you had that on your list and i was like what i gotta pull something from like clone wars and i get i was just overwhelmed oh I was it's just so overwhelmed. much it's i'm so sure much. there's some funny moments so yeah this isn't necessarily just the funniest moments in the movie so if you're out there listening we can talk about where to reach out to us later um please uh i want you to uh tell some other uh Comics, funny moments, all that kind of yes. stuff, too. Uh, some of my honorable mentions uh, is uh, in Return of the Jedi, Han and Luke uh, riding out to the Sarlacc pit. Uh, you know, Luke just, hey, I used to live here, you know, and Han, you're, you're going to die here, you know. Just their banter. And also, yeah. the uh, the how we doing, same as always, that yeah, bad. That, huh? Yeah, that's a great one. I love that sequence, too, uh, 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 there. Um, I love the, Obi- excuse me, the Obi-Wan Kenobi in Attack of the Clones in the arena scene. He's already chained up. Padme and Anakin are pulled on out to the arena to be executed. Uh, what are you guys doing here? We're trying to rescue you. Good job. <laughs> um, He's such an a-hole, and I love it. It's a, it is Obi-Wan at his jerk finest. At his jerk finest. You know what just occurred to me is we were talking about uh, prequels, and I wanted to get your yeah. take on this quickly. Yeah. How do you feel about what is an effective laugh line, mm-hmm. whether it should be or not, when uh, after the infamous sand scene, when Anakin and Padme begin kissing and the, the music uh, rises and then drops, drops out? I got to say I liked it. You liked it? it maybe, you still like it? It maybe doesn't hold up as much. Again, I go to seeing it for the first time, which you got to go to your reactions. Yeah. And I remember it playing very well. Got a big laugh in yeah. the theater every yeah. time that I saw it, and it still kind of cracks me up. And as, I don't think that uh, Hayden's necessarily trying to pull off great comedy. No. But his, his consternated face where he's confused <laughs> about what happened in the silence of you know, yeah, it, he flamed out with a girl so bad. John Williams stopped stop, playing. Stop playing. Like, yeah, it was good. almost <laughs> like you could. They, they were hearing the music too, and then suddenly they weren't. Nope. Uh, a couple other moments for me uh, is C three PO and R two on the sail barge. I love when C three PO bumps into R two, knocks over his drinks, and he's like, 
R2, what are you doing here? And the next, beep, beep, beep. The, I can see that you're serving drinks. <laughs> so I just love the, and then there's those YouTube videos out where they actually have R2's dialogue, yeah. you know, and it, it's it's funny because you take for granted, beep, beep, beep is all you hear, even with BB-8, um, and you, you're not hearing their part of the conversation. So the fact that it, New Hope he is calling 3PO names yeah. uh, and everything. And so in this moment, I just left that R2's like, Serving drinks, man. What do you think it looks like? <laughs> and that's kind of their relationship. Yeah. And then close out again. I said I was doing this list, and uh, Yoda uh, in his limp towards Dooku to fight, oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden he's like badass. It seems weird, but again, at the time I remember people big laughs, and it was funny. It yeah. was like yeah, he's playing, and he kind of plays it at the end too. Uh, you know, I, I'm old and old and withered, but I'll fight, and, and I, then, I yeah. loved it. Calling the cane to himself yeah. after the battle too. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, like he's gonna have to be in some you know hot baths back yeah. in the Jedi Temple after that. Uh, that and then uh, Last Jedi, I really like the you know there, there's some great Yoda humor there, which is the page turners they were not <laughs> yeah and that's a controversial one yeah but I, for me it works too right? i like it there and the final one here is i know it's one of your favorite moments in star wars yeah i think it is unintentionally funny and that's not, i don't mean in the insulting way because yeah. sometimes you can say that insulting i mean is it's awesome badass and funny as that's when he flings the royal guards when he's about to fight palpatine absolutely if yoda did comedy that would be his big closer <laughs> yeah like big, <laughs> for sure it is hilarious and again it is it does follow the sort of the tenets of comedy of it's sudden yep. it's violent and you get this contrast between these two guards we've wondered how powerful they are forever and then just the smallest of little flicks and they're both boop you're and done. then McDarmid plays it well. Palpatine just kind of is in his chair, looks over like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, uh, they, they, it's good pratfalls, too, because they yep. fall. That could have been shot, so it was really badass. So they yep. went back and they <laughs> cracked the wall around right. and went to force it. But they just tumble, tumble like they hit a patch of ice. They got the wacky leg flying out and everything <laughs> you should have on a good pratfall. Great it's stuff. Great. So that's some honorable mentions here. But back to the list, closing it out. We'll close with my number one so Joseph can close the show with his. And I'm going to A New Hope. And it is C-3PO and the Trash Compactor. That's right. This is my mm. number one moment. And it, and for reasons. For reasons. The, the, the Han moment you mentioned earlier, that sets us up. That's one of the big first moments of comedy. We get a lot from Han and New yeah. Hope, I think. Um, even Sorry for the Mess is a, is a yeah. really first one through the gate. You can say even 3PO and R2 and their banter early on that I was just mentioning. But I love this one because this is uh, one of the most famous tension-filled scenes in all of cinema, right? Especially if you're watching it for the first time. You're going to assume that the heroes aren't going to be squished, but it's done so well. Lucas executes that scene so well that you're you're feeling the tension. And then R2 and 3PO get back into action, and when C-3PO thinks that he has killed them, (laughs) He thinks they have, and, and, and it's the shot, and you're on him, and you, his, this droid, this robot, yeah. if you're in the 70s, you're not really calling them droids, you're just like, that's a robot, um, and the look on his blank face, much like when Leia, years later, Great comedy line there, yeah, says, uh, wipe that nervous expression off your face, um, it, he's got that look on his face, and I love it, and to me, that does 
why I think it's number one on my list is it sets up the entire galaxy for this type of humor. That when done right, our heroes can be in trouble, our heroes can be about to die, but you can insert some kind of comedy and have it come from a character point of view and the situation, uh, and it works really well yeah. for me. Yeah, curse his metal body. He wasn't fast <laughs> yeah, enough. Wasn't fast it enough. is an overlooked moment of comedy, and it, and it is quite dark that 3PO literally thinks they are being squished, squished and they're screaming, ah Ah, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, talk about violence, the threat yeah, of violence. The and threat of violence. Well, <laughs> you know what? My number one. Let's talk about the threat of violence just yes. a little bit more yeah. because uh, my number one is about classic uh, slapstick violence. Love it. And this is one that we know from mm-hmm. the history of Star Wars is not intentional in any way, shape, or form. And that is the stormtrooper, stormtrooper cracking his head as he tries to enter the doorway. Uh, as we all know, actually just a mistake on the shot, but yep. they were doing it so fast they couldn't uh, keep it going. And there's something to – I picked that as my number one because yeah. when you see it, it's it's funny when you finally see yeah. it. In the way it and you can never unsee it. You can never unsee it, and then it cuts away pretty quick like the film itself is embarrassed. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you, did, did you see that where he clunked his head? Uh, you know, it's become such a part of sort of Star Wars lore in yeah. canon. Uh, in the prequels, back when they still thought that the stormtroopers would maybe be still be clones, right, right. The effects team added the shot of Django banging his head, getting to Slave One <laughs> as a joke that uh, that's they have that in their genetics that they're just really not good at, at clearing doors. And now we have all this added canon that they weren't yep. trained as well, that they weren't equipped as well, that yep. they're just sort of meat thrown out there to overwhelm and be put <laughs> in the grinder. But, yeah. uh, so it, it works as a comedy moment. It's just a classic yep. thing, just like when you see somebody slip on an icy patch or, you know, accidentally walk into a low clearance, yeah. you know, and as long as they don't die, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, but I wanted to throw that in there, too, because I think sometimes, uh, myself included, we can get so serious about Star Wars, the, the yeah. philosophy or how cool the fight is, and the just lore. to always remember, yeah, the lore and the war, and just remember that the comedy is... Yeah a really important part of Star Wars and it's always yeah. going to be there intentional or not. Jennifer's great first episode of Happy Beeps mm. was about how accidents and a sense of whimsy yeah. can lead to invention. Yeah. And like how great is it that that shot is in there that like <laughs> it, it couldn't get cut out because that's the truth of Star Wars that it was made that this <laughs> huge thing that we love was made so fast with so, so fast. few shots. There's like uh-huh. We we can't, and that tradition has continued to the recent revelation yeah. that now we're all going to see Laura Dern saying pew, yeah, because Ryan Johnson couldn't get a shot of her find her blaster <laughs> without saying pew. None of us saw that in the theatrical yeah, release, yeah. and now we're never not going to see it. Going to see it tying all the way back to the tradition of the stormtrooper banging his head. That's right. It's it's historic. It's inspired uh, countless head cannons and canon stories yep. from a certain point of view. Touches upon it that that anthology. Um, uh, Jamie Stangroom uh, over there in the UK is making a documentary about the actors. A lot of actors who've come forward and said, "Oh, that was me." No, I claim to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so it is. It is perhaps one of the more memorable moments in Star Wars. Something completely accidental and completely funny. Yeah. So that is our list. 
It is uh, what we think are the funniest moments in Star Wars. You have some ideas, things we missed. You know what to do. Reach out to us on Twitter at ForceCenterPod. Use the hashtag StarWarsRanked. Tell us your moments. Laugh at these ones with us. We're on Facebook as well. Patreon, patreon.com slash ForceCenter. TeePublic, we got some funny shirts out there too. You can go to TeePublic.com slash user slash ForceCenter. And Joseph, we have our, our website and our blog is uh, soon to be launching. It's, it's up there now. Uh, you can go to that website too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Force uh, Potomatic dot Force. Oh, geez, I was not prepared for <laughs> no, this. No, Speaking I, of comedy, I threw it at you. Uh, <laughs> it, it is ForceCenterPod.Potomatic.Net, and we have to be honest and say yes. We understand that is a long URL. Yeah, uh, we've tried to work on that. That's become comedy itself. Yeah, we just did a great uh, straight man, funny man role where Ken should have wrapped my hand with the reed at the end for me screwing uh, that's the, it, that's the, it. the pod with the Force and the Matic, and then go to just Google, just Google it, find Google it, out it there. You can find it all, but. Uh, uh, we have on there a databank of all our – it's our databank bra- brawl databank. Yeah, all the winners, all the, the losers, some of the weird things that happen. Yeah, and I am building – I'm working on it slowly of a Star Wars rank database. The reason it's slowly is I have lists. 